<laughs> Had a power outage on it. We always start with one of these. Party. Yeah. Today is a Cheers, special dude. day. Cheers to you, man. Yeah. We have Zach Taylor, right? Thompson. Thompson. I'm an idiot. <laughs> Zach Thompson. This is Blackberry Bramble, and you brought you also brought Squirrel Sailor. Yeah. A hazy IPA. Yeah. And you are the brewer for Lost 40. Yeah, man. I'm I'm uh what's called, I guess, like job titles. I'm called the lead sellerman. Mm-hmm. So similar to like you know, your grandmother's cellar or something like where they she ages jams and stuff Ooh. like I, I i manage the section of the brewery that has to do with the aging of the beer and i work very cl- closely with our quality control manager uh grant chandler so me and him work very closely together and meeting deadlines making sure beer gets out the door mm-hmm. and just making sure it ages properly to not have um off flavors throughout fermentation that I was I was gonna say that I was gonna be the first thing your consistency yeah. of the product is yeah. and that's all that's all you know quality control like he you know I'm I'm the physical guy I make it happen but he's right. the guy like he makes sure that the strings get pulled whenever whenever they need to get pulled like he's like okay this is the time to like process this and this due to like this off flavor dying out now it's ready and this and that and then I just kind of like make it happen so, <laughs> I mean. It's a fun job, man. It looks fun. Yeah. I was kind of creeping on your Instagram trying to figure out things. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty new to Instagram. I got Instagram like what? Probably like only like four months ago. Yeah, so it was pretty I'm, short. Yeah, I'm pretty I'm pretty new to it. Um I always had Facebook forever and ever, and then my girlfriend, she's into like her job has a lot to do with social media. She's mm. like a marketing um what do you call that director for right. Patrick Creative. So she's all on social media. So she was like, You gotta get Instagram. So I finally did. But uh yeah, I'm liking it so far. But. It's my favorite one. Yeah. I know a lot of people are whatever about it, but it's like... No, it's great, man. It's, and like that's all I ever did on Facebook was post pictures. Yeah. You know? So I was like, okay, well, this makes a lot more sense. Like, yep. I mean, it's basically Facebook where with, yeah, post pictures. So. With photos, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I like that it's just that. If they ever move to where you can just add like dialogue, yeah. ugh. Yeah, yeah. I really yeah. hope that never happens no, on there. for sure. But, but we're here to talk about yeah. beer. Yeah. And oh, it's so much better when it's right from the. <laughs> mm. Yeah, it's about as fresh as it gets. Man. I'm so sure. excited right now, man. I yeah. really, I really can't say thank you enough. Oh yeah. You brought these. This is the first time I haven't had to buy the beer. Oh yeah. No <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, any you know, if you want to have me on after this, yeah. I'll just bring a couple of Sixers or something like that. Oh man, I would love to do like a taste test. Oh yeah. And get cool. like all the information, like what it's. I don't know shit. I just know what I like. Yeah, we could do another, you know, another deal on like uh, <coughs> styles, and then I could bring like one from each style over. Yeah, and then, like we could just do like a stylistic tasting or something. Oh, that like would that. be That'd so be epic. Yeah, that would be yeah, so thanks. much fun. I want to get into like first off. I know y'all are probably the biggest. I don't. Is it is it even considered a small brewery anymore? Yeah, I mean, I guess it is in like the national scale, like. In the right. cosmos of brewing, we're still like a pretty small brewery. Infancy, like yeah, but smaller. For the state of Arkansas, we're outproducing everyone by about five times what everyone else Holy is producing. Holy shit. So everyone else, you know, they're they're still producing great beer. Uh, you know, even Ozark out of northwest Arkansas still isn't producing near the amount of beer we are. So right. they are making incredible beer. They they've got a pretty cult beer called BDCS, but um as far as like Production scale and variety on top of that, we're probably 
the biggest one. <coughs> yeah, the variety is insane. Yeah, I mean, we're we're keeping it going. You know, we're gonna try and like develop new brands and stuff like that because that's where the beer market's headed. You know. Oh right, yeah. All this, uh, what is it, craft beering, all that kind of yeah, stuff, just, different flavors, yeah, all craft the beer, options. Like, you know, people are really <coughs> nerding out about it, and they just want a new beer every. Like that's that's what they want to buy. So right. we're gonna keep giving it to them. So. I like the approach, man. I really do. And the I I actually just went there for the first time, which is surprising. I don't ever think about oh we have breweries. Yeah, like why don't I just sure. go to one? Yeah, I went in because somebody told me they sell beer on the Sundays. Sure, yeah. And I fucked up, and I was supposed to do a podcast. Yeah. And I was like, oh no, what am I gonna do? And somebody's like, you could just go to Lost Forty, and I was like, what does Ooh. that mean? And they were like, they they're open. Yeah, it's like 15 minutes down the road. Like I got here in like 15 Dude, yeah. minutes. I had know. no idea it was even that close to my house. Yeah. And Especially then, on these interstates like this, how you live right on the interstate. Yeah. Like, boom, and yeah. you're there, man. Straight like, shot, two bridges, done. Yeah. 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 And like, I go there, and I didn't even know there was food, too. So I ate. And then I had to ask the woman, because I was still in disbelief. <laughs> ask the woman? I was I like... Can, I can take beer away from here? I, on a Sunday, yeah. it was like, a, whatever, she hands me a menu. Yeah. I was like, this is too perfect. This yeah, is dude. too perfect. <laughs> Yeah, it's a wonderful thing. And then like, right. And then also like, I recommend shopping from the actual brewery as well for your beer because it ensures, um, freshness. Yeah. You know, like if you go for IPA's sake, like this hazy IPA here, freshness is going to be, you know, super, super important as to like how that beer tastes and the quality of it. So, you know, we do really well with our distributors on maintaining freshness in the market and like, calling back beers that may be out of code as far as like our however many you know month mark on like oh, right. how we think it's going to taste or this or that but a few slipped through the cracks so i do <coughs> definitely recommend like going to the brewery and actually buying the beer because that ensures that you're getting like the freshest beer that you oh, can it's you know? definitely i mean there is a noticeable yeah. difference between yeah, this sure. something that sat on the shelf right. warm or something like that you know mm. and then yeah, that's that's kept cold since its birth. So it's just like, you know. Yeah, yeah and still cold. Fresh, still man. very cold. Yeah, I love absolutely. it. It tastes so good. I'm on the blackberry bramble, but that this one's probably my favorite, I think, right now. Uh I just love like beer with like the fruity yeah. stuff in it. Yeah. The orange beers, yeah. you know. My other People before love it, man. before the brewery explosion, my yeah. favorite one was the uh, Blue Moon. Oh yeah, man, that's how everybody gets cracked in the <coughs> beer, man. For me, is with Blue Moon as well. Yeah, um, like Miller Lite was like the first beer that I ever liked, and then I had a Blue Moon with like an orange peel in it. And I was like, oh man, this is great. And yeah. then and then beyond that, I just kept kind of like diving in, and then just went from there. But right. Yeah. So did was this a slow process getting to where you're at now? Or oh, like, man. how did it, it kind of like? I guess it's it was slow, um, but it kind of just snowballed pretty quick, I guess. So you know, I I worked for Diamond Bear for like two years, okay, and I brewed there professionally for like out of that two years, like six months. But I was brewing the entire time I was there and learning and right. like working on my days off and volunteering there and stuff. So like, but like actually getting a paycheck for brewing on their large system, you know, like six yeah. months and then. Um, and then things didn't really work out there just because, you know, I, you know, and like you see what lost 40 is doing. Like I was trying to, I feel like I was trying to push the envelope, you know, okay. I was like, let's yeah. go. Like, let's, let's, I had visited other breweries at that point. And I had mm-hmm. like, I also had like a traveling job 
right before that going all across the nation and into Europe and stuff. And so I had experienced like all these different craft beers and what all these different breweries were doing. And I was trying to bring that to there. And they were just, you know, Diamond Bear's kind of like, we're just making a Palo. So after that, I kind of just applied across the nation, got some jobs in Boston. Wow. And then so I moved there for about eight months and worked at a one of the best breweries in the nation called Trillium as far as craft breweries go. Okay. Um, and then Lost 40 expanded very rapidly. Yeah. And so they just like, he emailed me pretty much out of the blue, the, um, I guess, like head brewer there, Omar. And, you know, they were like, yo, we'll, you know, we'll give you this paycheck and we'll pay for you to move back and we'll, you know, this and that. And I was like, well, let's go. And then like ever since then, so I guess it's really only been in the span of about five years. I just kind of like boom, 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 boom. And then like now I'm at Lost 40 and (coughs) we're crushing the local game. So yeah, dude, that is impressively fast. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I guess so. I mean, right place, right time. Yeah. It just kind of like worked out. Um, I, before I was into brewing, I was, uh, pursuing a career in mixed martial arts. And then okay. my body started breaking a little bit. Uh-huh. And then I was like, man, like, you know, I, I should probably look for something where I can make like some money and, you know, not get brain damage whenever I'm 50 <laughs> years old, you yeah. know? So, um, that's kind of where I went and it just like, it's been going great ever since. So. That's awesome, man. Yeah. That's very yeah. awesome. Yeah. What are like, um, some of the challenges, I can only imagine that a lot of this is trial and error. So yeah. you probably make a lot of small batches and then kind of go from there. Do you guys just really nail it in? Yeah. So typically, I guess the outline for what we've been doing there is we have different sized vessels. Okay. So we have a barrel as a unit of measurement. So say a barrel of beer, that's 31 gallons. So that's two, like if you go to a kegger party, right? you know, you got those big kegs. Yeah. That's two of those. So, um, we have 30 barrel tanks and then which is about what like a thousand or so like a little bit over a thousand gallons of beer in a 30 barrel tank and then we have 160 barrel tank we have a ton of 90 barrel tanks and then we also have 240 barrel tanks outside (laughs) um which you you probably saw when you went to the brewery yeah i did for sure um so kind of how we approach it is we'll do like squirrel sailor we did several test batches in our 30s so we did okay. like a couple of small 30 barrel batches and then once we really dialed that recipe in then we attempt to like scale it up into the 60s and 90s oh okay and, and go from there um yeah so that's kind of how we go about it really i mean there's been a couple of times where we've made like 10 gallons of beer as far as a test batch but i think lost 40s hit that point where like we're all qualified we all kind of <coughs> know what we're doing you know what you're doing going into it there's, so the process is a little easier yeah so we can we can we can afford to make you know a thousand gallons of a beer right. and we know it's gonna sell like we can sell thirty barrels like nothing so yeah it's one of those things we just approach it like that <laughs> we do a test batch of like thirty barrels which is about a little over a thousand gallons and then we just scale it up from there nice so, yeah do you work yeah. nights days um I typically just yeah I mean. Just days for me. I'm just wondering how a brewery um, operates. It seems like it would have to be a 24-hour process. Yeah, but. so just being the cellarman, there have been times where I've done like an AM shift mm-hmm. and a PM shift cellarman, which we're getting to that point where eventually we will have to have an AM and PM shift, a wow. cellarman shift. 
but right now on the brew deck, the guys that make like, so they make an unfermented product on the brew deck. Yeah. Um, called a wort. It's like an old British term. It's basically just sugar water. Okay. And then those guys are on a constant AM PM shift right now. Wow. So there's an AM brewer that comes in at six. He starts the brews and typically we do three brews a day to mm-hmm. fill a 90. So like a 90 barrel fermenter, we do 30 barrels at a time on our brew system. So one guy comes in at six, he does the first brew, that's 30 barrels. He gets like halfway through the second brew and another guy comes in at around noon and then he finishes the second brew and then does the third brew by himself. And then they push that into a 90 and then once that unfermented product is in the 90, then it's my job to like see it through fermentation and, you know, run it through our centrifuge, carbonate it and all right. that stuff. So, wow. Yeah. It's a, it runs like a greased machine, man. It's wild. That's cool, man. I, yeah. yeah. I'm sure they're out there looking for the best of the best. If you want to be the best, you have to have the best. Yeah, man. They, and that's another like testament to our owners really is um, they've really put money back into the product right um the entire time i've been there which i've been there almost three years now and the entire time i've been there they've just constantly put money back in and hired the best guys and trained the guys that give a shit right and stuff so that's like really important in the brewing i think that's important in everything yeah you got to find the people that care the most and like you were saying with the diamond bear thing you you, uh you know risk takers you want that. You want yeah. that step outside the box. Yeah, absolutely. Let's think, like, sure. who's making this? No one? Fucking let's try, you yeah, know? absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I mean, shit. Worst case scenario, you still sell all the beer, and then you're like, how can we make it better? Like, right. There's, There's been very few times that we've dumped beer down the drain. But that being said, you have to be willing to do that as well. Right. So there have been batches since I've been there that we were like, man, like large scale batches, like 3000 gallons at a time where we were like, let's just dump this down the drain because yeah. we don't like it. You know, yeah. but you have to be willing to do that in the brewing industry. If you're not willing to keep the integrity of the product. <coughs> yeah. You're just going to hurt your own name. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. If that, if that goes out into the market, one person gets a can of a beer that, tastes terrible and is mm-hmm. w- w- first impressions are everything. Yeah. And then yeah. they're like, well, lost 40 sucks, you know? And yeah. so, mm-hmm. so we never wanted that. So, you know, anytime that's ever happened where we tried a beer and was like, this isn't right. We got you know, sacrificed yeah. it. So, so it's a good thing to do. Sacrifice. I like yeah. that. It's kind of like, uh, man, that's what, uh, just to pull in the music aspect of it all. That's what, that's what Gibson suffers from, man. Their guitars. They just, no kidding. They'll just sell you a piece of shit for the same three grand as they sold one that made it out good. Man, yeah, I guess we could talk about it. like. So I'm a I'm a super novice when it comes to like any sort of like music gear or mm-hmm. anything. Like I, I dabbled as a kid, you know. I played bass for like some church band and like yeah. tried to really dabble and started getting into it and stuff. And then, you know, of course I'm you know not into religion anymore and stuff like that. But yeah, I always wondered about guitars, man, and like what was the difference between the ones that cost thousands of dollars right. and the ones that cost a couple hundred, it has to be the wood. And, uh... A lot of it is the wood for sure. The electronics, which is as far as like the pots and stuff, you have like sealed off versions that are better with like sweat and shit. Cause okay. like me, I sweat unreal. Every pot in my guitar goes bad once a year. I have to put, like unsolder them, replace them yeah. and stick new ones in because pot. they just, what's that mean? It's like, you know, there's a volume knob. Okay. Yeah, what yeah. that is is what they call a pot. Okay. And it's just a piece of aluminum. Okay. No with a little 
doodad in there that just... And if you sweat, some of that sweat gets in there? <coughs> yep, there... and gets filthy huh. disgusting. No freaking kidding. Yep. And they make cleaners, and that works out for probably most of the year, and then eventually wow. they just take a big old gotta, shit. You just got to replace it, or you got to yeah. buy a new guitar? No, just replace it. No kidding. But yeah, a lot of the... And a, and a lot of the stuff, too, with like a cheap guitar... Man, the, the, the thing is, though, is that technology has come so far... Oh, yeah. ...that even a $400 guitar, yeah. man... I mean, it stacks up. I've sure. played some four hundred dollars guitars. I'd buy over any thousand dollars guitar. Yeah. yeah. So I feel like I feel like it's at a certain point just like. But, um, but kind of what what yeah. you guys are doing, a company will come in and be like, "I'm tired of having to pay a grand for a guitar this good. Why can't it be five hundred dollars?" And they start making their own. Yeah. Schecter got their start doing that. Sure. Schecter guitars. They started making really good, affordable instruments. Yeah. You know, and I'm speaking as a guy that the cheapest guitar I own was like six hundred dollars. Sure, yeah. But I went through all the cheap stuff too, and I would still buy one if it, you know, presented itself. But yeah, that, that makes sense, man. Because like I'm also into like hiking and backpacking, and kind of what it's similar to what you're saying. Like what'll happen in that industry as well is like you'll have these guys, and they're making these incredible backpacks that are what they call ultralight, and right. they're like just like a pound a piece like yeah nothing to carry a shit ton of stuff on your back and then you'll get these guys you'll get like these small hometown companies that just like take that material and do the same thing mm-hmm. you know and sell it for half the price because they know they can and that's then right. they start crushing the market and then like yeah <clears throat> i guess it's like kind of similar to that like these guys that are just like you know what we can get the same the same wood, the same like materials and still yeah. make a killing and still it's, I feel like at that point it's more about the passion for what they're yeah. creating. They're uh, like, we just want to make a badass guitar and uh, like give people this badass guitar. hundred percent, man. Like, That's it. We're not trying to make a 500% profit margin. We're trying to make a hundred percent profit margin or something like uh, that. Yeah. And like, the deal is a lot of people margin off their own name. You know, sure, yeah. That's what they suffered from, and then they did it for so long that I mean, now they're going bankrupt. So yeah, Gibson is. No kidding, man. I didn't know yeah, that. yeah. That's they're. Wild. I mean, they shut down the Memphis factory. Wow. Yeah. It's just it's a it's kind of one of those deals, man. Where like, I feel like there was an old way to do business, and now there's a new way to do business. So you have like these higher end things that come out, and then somebody is watching, going, "That's like two hundred dollars worth of shit," and I know I can make this. And yeah. all and all I need is a hundred bucks. I'll make it. I'll charge three hundred. Yeah, absolutely. And then hey, you sell enough of those, those yeah. only hundred dollars turn into millions of dollars. And then yeah, before absolutely. you know it, you're cranking out pretty great shit for a really cheap cost, and everyone's still yeah, making money. And it's also about you know the owners of those companies only um, only allotting themselves, you know. A Salaries. certain yeah. salary, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Because what in what consumes, I feel like, multi-million dollar companies is these guys that start getting greedy. Like, yeah. I listen to a lot of, man, I can't even remember his name. He's like on a lot of podcasts. He's a great business guy. He's like, he's got kind of a squeaky voice and he's like, <laughs> man, like I just did this. Oh, yeah. And, uh, but he was talking, he's like, man, I allotted myself, you know, 40 grand a year. That's what I needed to live off of. And I built this multi-billion dollar industry, multi-billion dollar company off of just being happy with what I'm doing, you know, and giving everyone else their certain wage. And they, he built this in like this mass and he still looks like that, man. Like you see him, he's just wearing like a V-neck some Levi's and like some bands or something like that, you know? And it's, 
there's something to be said about that, man. About about a company who's really willing to give back to the people and stuff like that. It's something that's where you know I feel like other companies kind of getting get in trouble with that is yeah you know they start taking too much and then i don't know yeah there's a lot of that man it's a lot i mean there's a lot to all of that yeah but, sure you know a lot of it does play into and then but the my my biggest deal is is like with your beer company the the consistency and everything it just shows that everybody cares so everyone that's involved cares and that goes from the top to the bottom yeah so if absolutely. you're hiring people that care and you take care of them yeah both financially, you know, you, how's your day? You know, like when yeah, the owner's sure. like, how are you doing? It's like, wow, that's fucking awesome. Yeah, man. You know? Yeah. I mean, I see, I see the owner. I mean, there's like five owners of Lost 40, you know, there's of like course it's five. too big to operate yeah, under exactly. one person there's, for sure. And, and, and yellow rocket, just like the company that encompasses Lost 40 with, you know, big orange and with mm-hmm. all those other companies. But I mean, the guy, like the operating owner, the guy that is there all the time as far as like owners are concerned, John Beachboard. I mean, he walks in every day and he looks at me and he's like, what's up, man? And I'm like, hey, what's going on? And then like, I'm super busy. So like he knows that I'm super busy. So it doesn't really go past that. It's like, hey, what's up? Hey, what's up? And then I just keep walking, you know, but like just like that little gesture, you know, and like it makes me feel good. It makes me feel like acknowledged and stuff. And he like legit cares about my opinion about things and stuff like that. And like, he cares about that's everyone awesome. else's opinion about things. And so that's, that's pretty important, you know, but that's uh, usually the, one of the better signs of a great company. Yeah. 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 And but, I mean, there's, you know, you know, everybody's got their qualms with certain things or the, sure. but I mean, overall, like he, he wants to make everyone happy, you know? Um, that's cool, man. Yeah. It, it's, a, it's, it's a rad company, man. It sucks to have to go to a job and cause if you're, the the worst thing is if your employees don't care, then you're. It doesn't matter how good you started out. Sure, it's just gonna fall off yeah, regardless. Man. Yeah, man. you know. True. That's a that's a huge business thing, and we're you know especially local businesses because people. I feel like I work for a local company. You want yeah. more pride in it because it's not just some corporate box store. Yeah, man. Vibe. The, the money goes to. Uh, to some other kids, you know, college fund or something like that money goes somewhere. It's yeah. not just like this corporate thing, you know, right. so that they, they goes to whatever other billionaire that's running. This it's not another yacht in there. Yeah. You know, so yeah. it's, it's one of those things I feel good about as far as yellow rockets concerned. And then, you know, yellow rocket also creates jobs in Arkansas, you know, so really? being this encompassing company that has, however many restaurants in Little Rock and then now they've expanded into Northwest Arkansas. Now they have all these like Northwest Arkansas locations. Like they opened a big orange in Northwest Arkansas and everything's popping off up there, man. Oh man. They're just it's blown insane. up. So like all that does is give jobs to Arkansans. You know? That's right. And they're, they're just like, and they want to take care of people. So it's like a really cool beyond the brewery. There's like yellow rocket in general. You're just taking care of our Kansans, which is kind of like a really cool thing to be a part of too. So that is cool, man. Yeah. I admire that. Yeah. So, uh, how many, do you know how many beers y'all actually have? Oh dude. Is it like 30? (laughs) Every time I go to the store, there's just like, y'all have your own section. Yeah. And it's like, it's what the, I wish like being so ingrained in the process, I, I should know that number, (laughs) but man, we're, I mean, it's a lot. I don't know the number. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's we have so many different <clears throat> brands and so many different spin-offs and one-offs and just like 
just so many different things going on that like it's hard for me to even keep up just putting the beer out the door you know so <laughs> yeah, ever, it's got to be like 30 i don't even know it's so crazy it's and dude I, I'm, I'm just now trying out this squirrel sailor this is fucking delicious it's good right? i like this one man yeah. it's got an aftertaste that doesn't like like sometimes it gets like a stale kind of like on sure. the back end yeah this is it's, not doing it's that it's gone it's staying sharp it's, it's nice gone. yeah yeah i like i like where hazy ips are going where it's 6.3 percent yee yeah yeah exactly you, you drink it and like you're saying it's it's gone off your palate mm-hmm. but then it leaves you wanting like another drink of it it does I, I, so I don't even know how that it. like how that chemistry works but some chemistry going on in there where you literally just like it just pleases your mouth to have it in there right you know? this but, would be great i feel like with like a fucking steak yeah sausage mm, a meat yeah a, some sort of gr- a brisket oh yeah, yeah. a brisket <laughs> and a squirrel sailor man. The brisk yeah man. let me go down to the yeah. local barbecue joint <laughs> hey and we have brisket at lost 42 i know man. i had that and eggs did brisket you? and eggs it was fucking delicious Damn, man <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. where did that come into play have you been there is that new i'm i just now found out all this literally just oh, a, like man. a month ago no so i'm kidding no yeah i mean dude They've had that smoker out there for, dude, for as long as I've been there and before that. Dude. Really? So, I mean, it was just one of those things where, like, so Lost 40 is, like, the playground, I feel like, for um, the owner, John, who I already mentioned. And mm-hmm. then, like, just, like, Yellow Rocket in general, it's just, like, this playground location where, like, he'll just be like, well, we're just going to do this thing. And then, like, That's awesome. just like well, we're going to do it. And then... <laughs> I feel like that's kind of what happened with the smoker, but then the smoker got its permanence, you know? So, like, they just, like, bought the smoker and were like, we're going to do barbecue at Lost 40. And I feel like it started as one of those small things where mm-hmm. they were like, well, let's give it a try. Dude. And then all of a sudden, they are like, we just have to keep this smoker out here yeah. and make these meats and keep these specials, you know? Cause it's, they They kill it, man. And then, oh. like, the people, similar to the brewery side, we were talking about the people giving a shit. Man, the people that run that smoker give a shit, you know, mm-hmm. they train them well and they, they really give a shit. We have like an executive, what's his name? Uh, an executive chef named Chris McMillan. Wow. And he like won chef of the year of Arkansas. Like it was some big title that he won like, a, like two or three years ago. And he like, he's running like him and Scott McGee are running like all the recipes and like know how to do basically everything within all of the companies. And like those guys have really helped train and like facilitate mm-hmm. efficient, I guess, uh, smoking of meat and like barbecue and things in Lost 40. So, Oh, it's an art. Yeah. I mean, it's, it is an art. It's you just like, like anything else. Anything. You have like two of the biggest food arts in one building there. Yeah. It's incredible, man. And yeah. like just to, so there's like, I mean, there's several different people that run that smoker. There's not just one. Yeah, no, you know, it's not ever just one guy. That's, yeah, but yeah. like there's like one person that stands out to me. Her name's Monica Chatterton. Mm-hmm. She she actually kind of facilitated the collaboration we're doing right now with Paul Bear. She's like the life partner with the lead guitarist, Devin. Okay. But anyway, like she like she's always posting on Instagram like what she's doing on that smoker. Cause to me, it's kind of foreign to me. You right. Know? Like I, right. I just see it and I yeah. kind of know like, Oh, there's meat coming out of there, but I don't know what delicious meat. Yeah. Too. Like <laughs> I don't know what goes into that. Sure. But like she's always like posting, like 
she'll just like have this giant slab of meat and just like push on it with her hand and just like juicers. Yeah, it's just yeah. like coming out. I'm like Jesus, like that looks incredible. Like so, it's cool to see like these people proud of it, you know, and like it's they're awesome, into man. it and like they're and it speaks for itself. At, I got know? there at like right after y'all opened, right? Yeah, and it was already crowded. I was like, holy yeah. fuck. Yeah, and then. As I, I was there probably an hour, because I was just like taking it all in. I yeah, was t- sure. told the it's waitress, cool, I was like, dude, just take your time. I'm not in any rush. Like You're I just want to make it a destination for people. Yeah, I want to yeah. enjoy my surroundings right now. Yeah. Sometimes I like to do that. And uh, dude, when I left, oh my God, there was a line out the door. Oh, you came on with, Sunday. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. We're talking about brunch. Yeah, dude. Dude, it was insane. Nuts, it was it's insane. Nuts. I walked past yeah, people and wild, they looked dude. like. They looked upset that I had already been there. <laughs> they were yeah. like, uh, where have we been <laughs> here for 30 you? minutes? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. Brunch is wild, dude. Like, like today I work, I work today. Actually, I came right from work to right. here. Um, cause a lot of time my schedule is, um, is Sunday through Thursday. Sometimes I work Fridays mm. too. Or, okay. But, uh, yeah, man. I mean, it's. Thanks for making time, by the way. Oh, I know this was like dude. really spur of the moment, and this is like a special episode. Oh man, I I, I dig it, man. I, I think it's really cool. Um, I was excited to do it. I was like, oh my god, be on the podcast. That's cool. Yeah. Um, it's fun, man. Yeah, it's it's super cool. You got a cool layout here too, man. Like the posters and stuff. Yeah, like that. I'm trying. I'm trying. I need to get nah, more shit on the wall. It's a good vibe, dude. Or just paint them. <laughs> nah, man. Leave the old school wallpaper, dude. Yeah. It's worth that. Old school wallpaper and water damage, like replaced <laughs> sheetrock. Nah, man. It's good, dude. Yeah, I dig oh, the man, vibe. Oh, freaking nunchucks. Dude, yeah, that's for my yes! first band. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> okay, so I talked about these. I talked about these on a, on, a, on another podcast with this Them band. Wood. Oh, they're handmade. Oh, these are custom nunchucks. Oh, bro. Yeah. Dog, I can do some nunchucks, man. Dude. <laughs> I can do I, nunchucks, man. The no. first band I was ever in, this guy who was a martial artist was into our sound. Yeah. And he wanted to do a nunchuck training video to one of our songs. So he paid for us. To- <laughs> so he paid for drop the nunchucks. Yeah, he paid for us to go into the studio and make a custom song just for him. And that was part of the uh like as a thank you, he made us our own pair. And I still have those freaking things. <laughs> Dude, those are those are 15 years old, man. Yeah, they very cool. I brought, I brought, we brought it up and then my, my two friends who were in the band with me, they were like, dude, where are those? And I was like, they're in this house somewhere. And I told you about the plans for this room. I was cleaning all this shit up and found yeah. them. And I was like, oh, okay. I'm perfect. Yeah. I'm going to keep those out for yeah, sure. Dude, that's cool, man. <laughs> what were we talking about before? The beer. Jokes, man. beer, beer and the food. We were beer on the food, food, but yeah. we can get to the, uh, yeah. so kind of a cool thing. I like to. I love local businesses, man. I've always been like a huge proprietor of like, yeah. if I can go local, I'm going to go local sure. and stay there provided the service is great. Yeah. See like the, I'm a huge service fanatic. I love good service. Yeah. I'm all about it. Especially but like, if you've ever worked in the serving industry too, you like, I get a weird I thing. I sort of like, did. Yeah. I worked at Pizza Hut for a while for a couple years. That's the same thing. It's though, sort of the same thing. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. It was like an old old vibe kind of thing. Sure. I, don't, I feel like people now, they have to deal with so much more bullshit. True. Than what I True. had to go through. So I say sorta, like sorta, but 
you know, I just, I just, man, I just like a good vibe. You're not going to get a good vibe from a corporate place to me. Yeah. I try not to shop or eat even. I try to eat as many local restaurants as I can. Yeah, man. Typically the quality of food is just better. It's always, everything's better, man. Most of the time. Honestly. The only thing I've actually run into is our local grocery stores here are terrible. Yeah. What, like Whole Foods and stuff? No, we are not even Whole Foods. Uh, uh, We have like, I don't even know the names. Of, I don't even go there. Like I go to yeah. Kroger and I don't want to go to Kroger. Yeah. But it's just like, eh, man, I, I prefer a, an atmosphere where when I walk in, man, I'm feel like welcome. And I'm like, oh, hell yeah. Let's all be in this buying groceries together. I <laughs> yeah. know it's a mundane ass like, job, but. No, I feel like, uh, what do you call that? Uh, fresh markets. No, it's, what is it? Uh, like Farmer markets? Farmer's markets. I feel like yeah. it's kind of a lost art. And there are several in the Little Rock area. But as far as like, like we're here in Bryant and then yeah. uh, also in Benton and stuff, like there's not a farmer's market no. in either town. They did try. Ever, you know, and it's they like, tried and it failed within a year. It's just like one of those things like, yeah, that's a, that's a lost art, you know, and it's, and Little Rock, it's, it's became a thing. Like now there's always this local, there's always a local farmer's market yes. and like several different places in the city on, on different weekends. And it's, and it's cool, but you know, in the smaller cities, it's just like this lost art where, you know, people are buying and selling from their own, like, you know, garden and, or, or farm straight up. And it's, it's kind of a strange thing to me because, oh yeah, we have, a- it's like a, romantic idea of uh-huh. like a, a society living off of itself you know and if it can't then like in the future where is it going to be right you know, it's like a weird thing i was actually just reading some shit about that's weird that you brought that up like the original design for new york yeah uh wasn't the, the design, design it is like yeah when oh, they yeah, were planning no, ahead sure. every block was supposed to have the next block was going to be a farm and then no you have a next block kidding. yeah and they and you know what changed it all refrigerators fucking refrigerator yeah. man because they could ship the food in they didn't have to have gardens in. yeah and then we're employing like other countries to bring our stuff right <laughs> yeah well but, we don't gotta talk about all that yeah, <laughs> politics yeah no, no. Uh, Ooh, icky <laughs> yeah no can but, uh, but I, yeah that's keep keep talking you were talking sorry 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 no, no that, no, that no. was just it like I, we have a local restaurant here called uh, Azteca it's a taqueria okay, yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's legit sure as fuck yeah it's it's about as authentic as you can get for yeah, uh, Mexican food in nice. this town. Sweet. But Don Pepe's just open. I don't know if you've had that yet, but no, I haven't. Oh man! And my mom lives like right across the highway here, so I'm gonna have to like that get place her is on legit. That, shit, that right? place in Azteca, the original location. What I was saying is that guy who used to own it before he bounced, he all the vegetables came out of his backyard. Yeah, man. and it was the freshest. The peppers, man. Just <sighs> you can just taste the difference. Yeah, dude. you really you can just taste the difference, man. That's what I like. Also, I wanted to kind of get into like what it, where does this even start? So you have an idea, and I know hops are a big ingredient. Yeah. Is it just different ages, or are you throwing other things like this one? I assume you're brewing with a blackberry. Yeah. So okay, it's Am a I weird too, thing. Yeah. No, it's a weird thing. We're like we have an idea. You know, like we got this idea. We're like, all right, we kind of want to make like this style of beer. Right. And, in today's day and age, nothing's original. Like, fair, fair. You're yeah. not gonna make yeah. an original product because every single person's done it. You're right. Um, but you know, so I feel like you know, I worked in a place in Massachusetts called Trillium. I mentioned them earlier, right? And they are a company 
that has coined the term hazy IPA and New England IPA. Like they coined it. Like they were like they were the they were on like they're the, the forefront. Like right. they made it right. And so like I learned a lot while I was there. And as far as like hazy IPA recipes, that fad has just hit Arkansas like with our trash panda and our squirrel sailor and our like hazy IPAs, like that just hit us to where we're, you know, like they've been doing it for years right. now. And like, we just got it. And so right. for me, it was like, you know, I'm not like copying the recipes, but like, I'm like, Hey, let's, we got trash panda, which is another hazy IPA. Yeah. I like it. I've had trash panda. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's really good. And then it I was like, good. I was like, guys, like we're fucking up if we don't make another one and brand it its own brand and make another one and brand it its own brand right because you go to those brews and they got 10 ipas 10 on tap yeah, and at like least, it's, yeah you know so we we have an idea of kind of like what we want and we have an idea of like what we've done before as far as like we've already done trash panda we so we have to like adjust that recipe so you know we take yeah, and you can Google a hundred different hazy IPA recipes and kind of sure. take, pick and choose sure. like what you want out of those and what you think. And then like what's as the far goal as taste. Yeah, what's yeah. the goal taste? What what hops do we want to make this flavor and this flavor? Oh, so and, there's different kinds of hops. Oh man, there's hundreds of different kinds of hops. Oh, yeah. see, that I did not know. Yeah, absolutely. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. these all like engineered kind of like uh, it's like it's like marijuana, so it's like okay, fair have, enough. Yeah. yeah, so you have like strains of hops. Really? Um, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So I, that's that's definite new information to me. That makes a lot more sense now, because yeah. I've kind of always been like, man, if hops are hops, how the fuck does all this beer taste? How does different? that taste like this and this taste like? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So exactly. now I know, like that. That's interesting. Okay, cool. Yeah, man. So like Trash Panda, we do um, Amarillo, which is a strain of hop. El Dorado. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we we sub out like the one. So we always do Amarillo, El Dorado, and then we sub out one. Um, okay. So sometimes we'll do Mosaic, or sometimes we'll do more Amarillo, or sometimes we'll do Azaka. I mean, there's sometimes we'll do uh, Sabro. Sometimes we'll do, I mean, there's. Sounds endless. Oh, it, it is. It is. You yeah. know, it's, it's like anything. It's just a different spice, basically. Okay. Like you're just adding a spice to a recipe. That's a, oh man. Yeah. Yeah, so it's the same thing. That, um, so squirrel sailor, it. it's like four different fucking hops. Like, man, I wish I could remember every one. I'd have to look at the already had like a couple <laughs> of beers. So it, yeah, yeah, man, it, it's like Mandarina Bavaria, which is like a really sought after hop, and I mean like Amarillo and like several others. Idaho Seven's a big one. Like, there's several other juicy hops that go into this beer, but I love it, man. Yeah, it's so like that's really good. We just kind of yeah. like select and choose like what we feel like the flavor profile should be. And yeah. Yeah. That. For like, sure. Yeah. That's awesome, man. And then y'all just stand around and taste Drink. and everybody yeah. gives their opinion and yeah. And then like, there's also other things that go into it. There's science that goes into it, man. Like, sure. There's, there's sure. like, there's alpha acids and beta acids that go into <laughs> those that are inside of those hops that we need to like, uh, account for and things like that. Um, but I mean, you just kind of know what a hop tastes like, in my opinion. And like, sure. once you kind of know what these different hops taste like, you just kind of go for it after that. That makes know, so. way so. It makes so much sense now. Yeah. And and you compare it to weed, and that makes sense too, because I have friends who work in the marijuana industry, yeah. and they're all the time telling me about. It. I am just a dumb stoner. Sure. I'm just like smoke weed, watch Transformers. Yeah. Perfect night. Love Pizza it. rolls. 
It's the best thing they ever fucking invented. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But this, that makes so much fucking sense. Yeah, I, man. I don't even, I don't know how I didn't think about that, man. Like, yeah. oh, there must be different ones now. I've, yeah, and what's funny about Trash Panda, like you said, you tried Trash Panda. Oh, yeah. So Trash Panda changes every time because we change. So we have, it's always Amarillo El Dorado. Like, that's our base hop. And then we always change one. Okay. So we keep, and we put the name of that hop on the bottom of the can. So if you look at the bottom of the can, so like, it, say if it was like Mosaic. Right. Trash Panda, then it'll say Mosaic on the bottom of the can. Say if okay. it's, say if it's fucking uh, Idaho 7 Trash Panda, it'll say it on the bottom of the can. So like, you just look and then like, that's like some people at parties have been like, man, I love Trash Panda, but it just tastes different every time. I'm like, yeah, it's because we change it every yeah, time yeah, because it's, well, know, it is called Trash Panda. Yeah, you just throw a bunch of it's a raccoon. crap from yeah, the they eat shit yeah, garbage. Yeah, yeah. You just throw it together, <laughs> you know. So it's it's worked out pretty well with that brand. Uh, but yeah, who? Okay, let's. I want to ask about this too because this is also one of my favorite things about the new breweries. Yeah, the marketing is fucking fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know who, if y'all all like have sit downs and everybody kind of like tosses Man. in their two cents, but this, like this one can, we have an old school, like Thai style fence on the top with a forest around it. Mm. It says, uh, lost 40, blah, 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 squirrel, sailor, hazy IPA. But then at the bottom here, we have made with a shipload of hoppy goodness and then juicy waves of citrusy haze. They go on with that sailor aspect. Man. They really are. Like they play the words pretty pretty damn awesome. Man, yeah. So um so this particular name, like some, you know, sometimes we just come up with names, you know, like we're just like, well, this should be a beer. And uh <laughs> yeah. the owner, John, actually was like, I want to make a beer called Squirrel Sailor. And we were like, Well. And like, I don't know where Squirrel Sailor come from. Yeah. You know, like he I have no clue, dude. Like I it's it like, could be some inside joke between yeah, him and his college friends, whatever, yeah. it doesn't matter. What does that even but mean? But he was like, yeah, exactly. He was just like, I just want a beer called Squirrel Sailor. So we're like, all right, let's do it. And then, you know, Sailor, uh, his wife, Amber Brewer, she is our, uh, I guess, marketing director and our, um, what do you call that? Graphic designer. Okay. So she does all can art she wow. does all can design she does every can that we release she she does the cans what's and her she name she does the art amber brewer amber brewer yeah she's a she's a she's so fun to work with and stuff i, I worked with her pretty closely on this paul bear project but what an ironic name exactly yeah it's funny uh her son actually he's like 17 or so he he worked in the brewery for a summer just like uh -huh. making some extra cash yeah for, sure like washing kegs and stuff and it was just funny. Like he, he would have the shirt that I have on right now. This is Brewer on the back. I'm like, that's your last name, dog. But, uh, but no, like she, and she just kind of like takes these ideas that we have and then creates this can, you know, and like put oh, like, like the bramble, like this, this, this bird on here, right. like that's original art. Like somebody crafted that bird, you that's know, and fantastic, like drew that man. bird for this can, you know, it wasn't like clip art that right. she took, you know, so She's Shout really out to about, Amber, man. That's fantastic. Yeah, Amber is incredible. Now uh, I know who to give credit to, man. Yeah, I Amber, love the artwork. It's yeah, fantastic. And she, and she really, in the past couple of years, she's really upped the game on on our spinoffs and our one-offs and our, like, and our small batch projects. <laughs> like, for a long time, you know, Lost 40, you'd have their 
small batch projects and it would just be like a can with like somebody sharpie and like whatever right style on the bottom right. of the can you know? but she really took it and like ran with it and like that uh, been crushing it man. the day drinker art is probably my favorite day drinker is great and what a lot of people don't know about that beer day drinker is it was made in collaboration with adam fawcett so he has a he has really a, he has a song called day drinker and oh yeah so adam fawcett was very okay. much part of that beer that's so. fantastic man yeah. So, awesome. so Lost Forty has kind of always been a part of that, like music, beer. Yeah, man. Combining like, the two. I mean, that yeah, it's like what you were just saying, yeah. literally, when you were like, you were talking about like these names and stuff like that. You're like, oh, that has to be a beer. That's literally most of the conversations I have with my band friends. Yeah. Like we'll say like, like all this name and you're like, that's we, gotta be a song. We had a funny like, ass name called Double Pedal Bourbon. Yeah. And it was like, dude, that has to be a fucking heavy metal song. Yeah, that's like, absolutely. That's yeah. so Southern. It reeks of Southern. Sure. Like, it, you know, our mullets are just in full effect, just at this hint of it. Yeah, we got mullets. <laughs> man, males are starting to figure out that they can bring mullets back. Yeah. Dude, I, that's uh, okay. Another thing about working in a local company, haircuts don't mean dick. Yeah, man, you can do whatever you want. I have a fashion have mullet, tattoos, and it is the stupidest like... shit in the world. Oh, and my man, wife cuts it for dude. me about every two weeks. I'm about due for one. But I just, I go to work looking like a haggard ass, and no one seems to give a fuck. It's everybody's the, like, damn, it's the he's best. so local. Yeah. Look at that mullet. He's Look so at that local. mullet. He's magic. Is he going to take <laughs> flight soon? <laughs> great, dude. All right, let's get to, uh, Okay. So we've we've kind of gone over the steps. I want to get to this Paul Bear beer. Yeah. Legend. The legend. Uh it's one, it's fucking badass just being a, a pro Arkansas, yeah. like yeah. pro I just love everything. I, I fucking love this place. I love this state. It's a gem, you know. <laughs> it's like a hidden a of, it's it's a lot just, of people don't know about Arkansas. A lot of people are like Oh, like when across I hear, the United dude, States, it's just like, oh, man, it's just like yeah. this and that. It's like, no, man, Arkansas is great. They think dude. of us as like shoeless hillbillies, and I'm like, first off, fuck you. Yeah. Second <laughs> off, you're right. Third, you should come down and fucking see it. Because, hang out. Yeah, hang come out. hang out for yeah. a little bit. Come on, yeah. y'all. We say yeah. shit like y'all and stuff. Yeah. But I just, to for a local company that's as big as this one to partner up with bands and stuff, which is in my world, more of my world. I mean, yeah, I drink beer sure, and watch sure. bands, but it's like that, that right there feels fucking good to me, even though I'm not even like attached to the beer end. I'm just like, that's yeah. so fucking sick that we live in a place that that's even a possibility, you know? Yeah, man. So yeah. But I, I, I yeah, kind of, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I, I just want to get into like the process. I know you said, uh, they're, life partner or whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I've always been infatuated with that idea of, uh, bringing Arkansas beer into the Arkansas music scene. Mm -hmm. Um, which, you know, I've always been into the metal scene. So right. like maybe there is like a bigger <coughs> Arkansas music scene, but into, in, in my world, in my brain, like metal in Arkansas is like the biggest music scene in Arkansas. Well, dude. I will say being a guy that's, been in the music scene for 20 plus years now, yeah. I will say we are predominantly heavy. We like a good yeah. heavy concert. Now, country and shit and rap, yeah, and it, it all works, has its place. You know, it works. Yeah. They, they have they, great they shows. They have followings and stuff. You but know? as far as the, especially the underground, yeah, it's almost 
exclusively heavy. Yeah, Indie and is it's making incredible. a really solid push right now. Indie yeah. and pop punk. Yeah. But man, yeah, pop punk for sure. Pop punk is really high. I feel like Indie kind of took a backseat to pop punk once yeah. it exploded. Yeah. But um, I mean, it's still yeah. what's going to last and go on all these heavy bands. I mean, that's why I'm in fucking three heavy bands. Sure, man. Uh, yeah, I mean, and so, like, so from my Diamond Bear days, mm-hmm. uh, a guy I worked with in the kitchen, Drew Scarda. You might know Drew. Um, maybe he's the drummer for Sumokum. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Ever yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, sorry. Yes. No, yeah, no. Um, I'm not so good many with people. names. You no, tell me who, and yeah, then I put a face yeah, to it. So oh, many, okay, yes. There's so many people, yeah. you know. Um, but, like, from back in those days, he was like, man, I got this band. Like, you should, like, come check him out. Because I'm always talking about, like, metal with him and mm-hmm. stuff. And, like, I was younger at the time. I mean, not younger, but, like, you know, I was, what, 20, 21, 22. <coughs> oh, that's younger. How old are you now? 27. I'm 35. Yeah. It's younger. Yeah. No, it is <laughs> yeah. younger. And, like, well, to me, and, like, before, like, I was talking about before the brewing industry, I was an athlete. So, like, I didn't get out very much, you know? Fair. So, like, he was like, man, like, you gotta come check out my band. I go check it out and Sumokum rips, dude. I mean, yeah, it's just for like sure. heavy riffs and like mm-hmm. very melodic vocals, like, oh, and stuff. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. oh my God, this is great. Yeah. And then, uh, so I actually made a Sumokum beer back in the day and, and at Diamond Bear. And like, but I took, I took inspiration from like other breweries that had done like other things, like the metallic beer that surfaced like recently from mm-hmm. Stone. And like, there's so many. Every other, time I die has a beer. Yeah. Like, yeah. there's so many other like metal bands that have beers, you know? And so. Which I'd like to get my hands on a can of that every yeah. time I die beer. Yeah, man. Anyway, it's just it like locally, internet but... beer trading, you know. Right. But, <laughs> but beyond that, uh, as far as, you know, local and like the beer scene out, like recently I was like, man, like I want to highlight Arkansas artists. Yeah. You know, and like that's what it kind of is about because Arkansas is kind of a haven for artists because there's like a low cost of living you yep. know it's it's an easy place to like it's just an yes. easy place to live in so yeah it's an easy place to be a creative you yeah, can work yeah. so um, like you can you can be you know a music artist a beer artist a right. podcast artist a a article artist you can be walking down the street artist and just like make a living and have like a good house on like a a, a pretty menial wage because like arkansas has this low cost of living so like artistry in arkansas i think is an untapped Dude, you know thing you and me you know? both man i was just yeah. talking about this with the guys earlier yeah it's such a diamond in the rough sure this whole place yeah it's wonderful which and is weird to me because we have some of the biggest names of all fucking time yeah, you got johnny cash you know right there like... right there and right fucking <laughs> yeah. there that's yeah. all you need to know man yeah that's all you need you know, to know for sure for sure yeah like it just yeah, blows I mean, my mind it's, how it's untapped one of those deals, it is man and so like for me I just kind of mentioned one time, like, ah, oh, man, we should do a metal beer to, like, John Beachport. And he was like, yeah, we should. And then, like, <laughs> months later, I was like, why don't we do one? And yeah. then he was like, yeah, we should. And then I was like, all right, well, fuck it. Let's do it. And then it just kind of evolved into this uh, metal project because what better, you know, um, I mean, Paul Bear to me, means a lot more than just, like, Paul Bear To me, it, like, man, their music got me through, like, this sounds weird, but like hard times in life because their music has a lot to do with like mortality and right. death and sorrow and this and that. Yeah. And like, no, that's not weird, man. We all do that. Yeah. I, I, I live vicariously through stuff. my, yeah, you know, absolutely. My you know, music and like idols. to hear and 
like i was like dude if i could do a popper beer and he kind of made it happen he was like man i love popper like let's do it and like they're arguably one of the bigger metal bands that have surfaced out of arkansas in the past decade you know so uh, in the like, last decade probably definitely yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, I don't think I can. I mean, there's a think there's a lot of great ones. I mean, you got Wake, you got I mean, even Dead Bird, like a lot Dead of things Bird. like I mean, CTs and Levels like, is doing like stuff, yeah, you know, making waves. Yeah, like there's there's some great bands coming out of Arkansas, but man, Paul Bear has just crushed it. You know, and they're like, up there for sure. Next to Living Sacrifice, they do, they're probably the bigger heavy yeah, every, band. I think so, man. And everything they do kind of sounds different. You yeah, know, like yeah. their first album. Sounds a lot different than their second. Sounds a lot different right. than their third. Sounds a lot different than their singles. So, like, they're, like, doing a lot of, like, things that are just, like, they're not trying to sound the same, which I admire, I, you know? Dude. And I'm like, man. Oh, like, thank you. We're the same. Yeah. I love when a band same. isn't trying to make the same fucking album yeah, twice, man. man. Like, they, they could have stuck with that Star and Extinction, mm-hmm. like, sound, which, don't get me wrong, Star and Extinction is definitely my favorite album. But, you know, I mean, I love all the other albums, too, and all sure. the other singles and stuff, and, like, they're their covers of like typo negative and stuff like that. And like, but I mean, they could have went with that same thing, but that's right. Like they just changed it up and it's, and it's worked for them. So I admire that, but I am excited about that beer lease on the 13th. Um, at the rev room, they're playing sorrow and extinction. The first album, which is my favorite album through in its entirety. So they're going to play oh, it so from this start a, to finish. Okay. So yeah. this is an album like anniversary style thing. Yeah. So they're doing, they're actually doing their 10 year <coughs> anniversary, which it's actually their 11th year. They didn't get to do a 10 year, but like they're treating this as their 10 year anniversary right. and playing sorrow and extinction. Nice. Just through, through the entire album. And then they're playing like one or two select songs after that. Of course. Yeah. You got to toss in some other shit. Yeah. yeah. Man, I'm so excited, and um, <laughs> that's cool, man. Yeah, yeah, it just kind of like got revved up after that, and then like I, you know, we brought the band in, and then they were into the idea, and then they're yeah. big beer drinkers, man. They they toured in Europe, of course, and stuff, yes. and so they experienced a lot of what's called a Czech pilsner, which I think that the um, the lead guitarist Devin put a lot of thought into this actually because he wanted a Czech style Pilsner, right? Okay. But then he also was like, I want it, I want to call it the legend off of our first album. And I was like, all right, let's do it. Like he was like pretty specific, but I think it's because like the, a Czech style Pilsner was a like the Pilsner recipe that was developed in Czechoslovakia, a, a town called Pilsen in 1842. And it was the first style of Pilsner alert ever developed to be like documented you know like, really yeah, yeah might of have been course, like of course. something before yeah, that, yeah. but like documented pilsner style <laughs> who knows what the fuck the monks were doing up yeah. in the hills yeah, yeah. you know <laughs> what i mean or like the slaves shit. were yeah. building egyptian pyramids on beer and shit right but um but yeah so we go with that like outline of like this is the first pilsner style um check style Czech style from czechoslovakia pilsen 1842 and then we go with the first album like nice. the he wanted like to name it back. Yeah. He wanted yeah. to name it the legend. So it's like you, you have this, you have this idea of like immortality with the style of beer that's still being produced today from mm. 200 years ago with nice. the immortality of that album that I still jam. That is like 10 or so plus 11 years old that I still jam like every other day in the brewery. Right. You know? And, um, so he was just like, yeah, man, I mean like, Let's just do this thing and like call it the legend. Cause, and then that song, the legend is about, 
<clears throat> basically death, like the you know figure of death right. coming to take you to your to you know immortality or whatever. Right, so right. That's kind of like another like layer to that whole <coughs> layer to that whole like aspect or whatever, which I thought was really cool. So like the entire collaboration aspect of it really worked out because I sat down with the band, me. Amber Brewer, who was our graphic designer and marketing director, and we all like just agreed on everything. Like everybody was like, "Oh my god, this is great!" And then That's so cool. The um, the original artwork done for the beer, like on the beer can and on the glass Which is that we're releasing, fucking awesome. Yeah, I thought it was cool. Yeah, um, was done by Brett Campbell, which is the vocalist and I guess rhythm guitar. Mm-hmm. So he did all that stuff for us and like. So it's like even deeper than just like the beer getting made and then like a guy naming it and this and that. Like they right. also did the artwork and like it's all coming together. It's like one big. That's project, fantastic. So. They had a lot of involvement because yeah. usually you hear like, oh, like product endorsement typically means you already had a beer. Yeah. You struggled with the label. So you approach someone and went, hey, you want to do this fucking thing? And then they're like, sure. okay, sure. Yeah. And then their managers take it from there. And right. All like, and they don't actually like know shit yeah, about yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was very, it was very intimate on the way we were dealing with it. Um, like their managers were involved, and like their social media people and their marketing directors, and but we all worked very well together. We were all a part of like a big email thread, and we were all just like pinging ideas, and like they were nice. like, "Yeah, I love this idea. Let's change it like this," and then, like we were like, "Perfect," and then basically we kind of adhered to them because they have, you know, okay. they, they got to do their thing. Right. They have to For like sure. adhere For sure. to like what they want to yeah. show and stuff. But man, it's it's worked out great, and all all their guys really like worked with us um, in the course of the last couple of months. I mean, this beer is like two months in the making since I mean, really months before like is like the idea started getting kicked around. But like the day we brewed the beer to the day it was canned, it was like a two month old beer, which is pretty crazy for you know a clean side beer, which they call like. So you have like wild beer, which can be like two years in the making, but then what? Yes. Holy Which fuck. Which is what we make as well. But like um, clean beer with no bacteria involved. Um, can, like two months for that is like wild. Like it's, it's, a, it's a big thing. So, and that's the check process that y'all kind of brought yeah. in to. Yeah. And. Um, wow. And can I pee real quick and then we can talk more about the check? Oh, dude, I'll keep process. talking. Go ahead. All right. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> It it happens, man. It happens. I'll just ramble on. So, man, I got to say, guys, I really am like stoked. This actually came together very fast. I think we talked about this three days ago. And y'all know I love Lost 40 and I'm like geeking out right now. But this uh, this Squirrel Sailor Hazy IPA, it's got me tripping on my words already. You want a good beer with like. Definitely like a meaty kind of vibe. This is the one, man. You drink this, dude. You have like some sausage, maybe a little side of rice. This is a total like uh, just, oh, man, it tastes so fucking good. I don't know how to describe it because I'm not a smart person (laughs) when it comes to like, oh, the nutty flavors on the back end. No, that's not me. But what I do know is. It tastes fantastic. And then what I didn't say earlier is right after I had the first one, I took another sip of this blackberry and like he was saying, it like cleans your palate off. And this blackberry had a whole nother flavor. 
So what I would suggest, if you kind of have a good time and a tasty time, you buy a six of the Squirrel Sailor, and then you buy a six of this Blackberry, and you intertwine the two. Man, it's been a very tasty discussion. I'm just like, I'm so happy right now. This has been such a cool week for this podcast, and this comes out Thursday, so you'll be... Hearing this on Thursday and then Saturday, we'll be doing my one-year special. This is actually, I'll bring this up before we get back into the topics, but this debuts on my one-year anniversary, which is, I man, it's fucking crazy to me. This has done so much more than I ever thought it would, and I really honestly, man, thought I would do this for like two or three years, and five people would listen. It would be me and my friends, and it's it's so far beyond that, and I just I can't say thank you enough. But I'm going to say thank you next week, so tune in <laughs> Tuesday. You'll hear what I actually have to say. I'm going to keep a lot of it secret, but we're going to get back to the bruise. He's back from the bathroom. I was yes. just talking about how uh, I drank a Blackberry after I had the squirrel. Oh, yeah. And it the cleansed palate of the oh, squirrel man. added to the charm of the Blackberry. Yeah. It was delicious. I don't know what any of that means, but... It was fucking awesome. Sounds like you hit it on the head, man. (laughs) Yeah, no, I mean. So here's what I was thinking. Yeah. This is what I thought. So what you just said was fucking fantastic. A Czechoslovakian style beer, which now I'm going to have to come Monday. Yeah, you should. should. What what time is it? Uh, Man, it's like from four to till we close. When do you close? uh, Nine on a Monday. Nine. Okay, cool. I have band practice, and then I'll just jet over there. Yeah, man. Perfect. You know, uh, and then we'll have... Okay, so after the the beer releases at the show right. at Red Room, but then, you know, after the Fresh Cut, we'll have the beer available at the tap room. So even if you can't like, sure. make it to Monday, like Sunday, you could come in brunch. that whole week and buy that beer in a six-pack, you know? Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's it's all canned and ready to go. Is this like a limited time when it's done, it's done? Yeah, when we're going to do it sold it out, time. it's sold out? Yeah, Whoa. so it's like a big... It's like a, I mean, we've had people nation, it's crazy. We've had people nationwide messaging us off they're the chain, band. like yeah. wanting this beer because they love Paul Bear and they're like, this yeah. is a one time thing. It's original art, like all this crap, you know, and like, they just love it, you know? And, so, we, and we're lucky enough to live right down the yeah, fucking dude, street. It's, it's wild, man. It, so we can I, get it as fresh as possible. Man, I love it, dude. And yeah, it's it's great. And like you were talking about like right before I left, you said like, oh, like the process of like yeah. the Czech Pilsner. Yeah. And I kinda wanna cover that Do it. um for a second. Uh so I developed I also was developing not only just processing the beer, like getting it from start to finish, but also like developing the recipe and stuff. Um it was interesting. So with every beer that we make, we have to edit the water profile of that beer sure. for like the yeah. minerality of like the chemistry. Yeah. The yeah. chemistry of the region of the unit U S or, or sure. world or wherever it's at. Water like isn't our the same. Water here, isn't the same as it is in Czechoslovakia. For which sure. is crazy because actually, uh, we have, I have a program that tells me the water profile that is in Czechoslovakia in Pilsen. Is it gasoline? And yeah, exactly. And then actually the water profile in Little Rock is the same. Whoa. Yeah. But the crazy part is, is we have extremely clean water here. Like 
Little Rock water is very, very Arkansas water <coughs> Arkansas is water. super clean. I actually, uh, I'm clean. friends with the water tester guy. Yes. He comes into our business yeah, and he has to be there for like 20 minutes. Sure. So he lets our sinks run because we just allow him to. Yeah. And we just bullshit. But he yeah, tells yeah. me, he's like, dude, we actually have some of the highest standards yeah, around. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I and love so, local water. Yeah, exa- exactly. So as far as like cleanliness, like maybe their cleanliness isn't as good. Like, I don't, I'm not sure about the cleanliness of Czechoslovakian water or like pills and water, but like the minerality <coughs> of the water is the same. Right. Like almost parallel to the point where like, I didn't have to, like as far as like the squirrel sailor and that bramble, like we edited the water by hundreds of grams of salt and right. like minerals that we added in. Right. Like for the legend, we didn't edit the water at all. It was just wow. like, Little Rock has amazing water for like the style of beer that's called Pilsner. So it was like super incredible that like, it was kind of the same. That's badass dude. We got Pilsner water. Yeah. Yeah, It was really cool. So it worked out that like, he was like, I want a Pilsner. And then like all of a sudden the water profile of Little Rock is perfect. Not just a Pilsner, but the specificness of it. Oh man. He was like, this is what I want. And I was like, see, all right, let's do it. And that's what I was going to say. Like I assumed like all the Paul Bear fans got in a room and went, they sound like it would taste like this. Yeah. And then we just try to fuck our way through it until yeah, we yeah, figure yeah. out what that tastes like. Well, so, so kind of what I, like when they sat down, I was like, you know, I would really like to do, and I wanted to do a dark beer because like darkness and metal, like worked sure. Out. And like they even mm-hmm. said, they, they were even like, man, yeah. Like before I even said anything, they were like, yeah, typically, you know, dark beer and metal like coincide yes. but they actually have done a beer before with a place called tired hands in pennsylvania okay and it's another brewery and they make a beer called only void which is a homage to like another track of that album but it's like a 15 percent motor oil Jesus. imperial stout like super heavy you can only drink one and yeah then, like, no I'm, you're done I'm for out. you know yeah and so but like those guys you know not to diss on tired hands because they're an amazing brewery um but those guys were like, man, like that's not what we drink, you right? Know? Right, like, right, they right. Were like we want something that more personal, to yeah, drink of course. Like, that we're gonna drink at our show and stuff. And those guys having tried, they were like this, like literally, even without the idea of it being like the first style of pilsner or whatever. They were even like, this is like the style of beer that I love. Like Devin was like, I love this style of beer in. Europe, like, this is all I drank was Czech Pilsner. Like, I, like, saw it after it. So, I was, like, it just made a lot more sense. Yeah. Even even beyond, like, some other layers. Like, I was, like, all right, dude. This makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So, just ran with it, man. And it's also another fact that a lot of people don't know about the beer. It's also called a smash beer. So, it's okay. a single malt. Like, smash is, like, what do you call that? An acronym, maybe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. single malt and single hop yeah. so there's only one malt which is like one, one grain hop. that creates like the color and the sugar and like the sweetness of it and then one hop that goes along with it and it was like a czech sass hop so it was like a hop developed also in that region of the world and um yeah, yeah. so we like developed everything about the beer to really develop that style so it was what like, yeah it's a pretty tight beer man and you'll have to track that shit down every time y'all decide to yeah, every single recipe. Because you have like, a distribu- not even just yeah, like that. Yeah, one. no, that's what I'm you saying. Know? Like, like anytime, anytime we make a hazy IPA, anytime we make it like this fruited beer, anytime we do anything, like all of that goes into it. So not even wow. just beyond like, you know, earlier I kind of like it was a blanketed statement saying like, oh, well, we got like this idea of this recipe, and right. we just kind of like take pick and choose. But like beyond that, man, it's like there's layers and layers and layers that go into like just right. developing a recipe, and then damn. 
executing it after that is like the execution seems like the hardest part. Yeah, it, to me, I think so. No, yeah, a, for sure. Because outside I mean, in, in. in modern day recipe development and modern day this and that, we have spreadsheets. Well, I'm sure a lot's been know? done. So a lot of people, you can just go to some sure. website yeah. and be like, "Oh, it provides yeah. this flavor if we yeah, do yeah, X." Yeah, absolutely. And, yeah. and we have spreadsheets and, and things for sure. that do a lot of math for us. For sure. But making it happen in a mm. uh, sanitary environment and making it happen to where there's not bacteria within yeah. inside within that like. There's not bacteria in Squirrel Sailor that could like harm you or so anything like that. So the cleaning of the vats, the barrels, yeah, yeah, the absolutely. all those stuff, all like, of that stuff, like that's all done by actually me. So all of that stuff, if it's not done to <coughs> spec, could so, lead to bacterial. So I'm assuming you clean something out and then you have to test it, some sort of like swab or something like that, or yeah, actually we do. Um, okay, uh, we have you know guidelines for that because swabs cost money. Sure. But like every, say, um, every vat, say, like every third beer that goes into that vat every time. So we use a high alkaline cleaner. So like a 13 pH cleaner that sure. destroys organic material similar to like if you were to use Dawn or something. Right. It's like a right. more yeah, like yeah. mild version of that. Right. Um, but just we use a very yeah. like just heavy cleaner for that. And um, after we use that cleaner at like 190 degree water Fahrenheit Whew. and like. Yeah, super, you know, things that just destroy anything. And right. then we, we do have a mechanism that we swab the interior of the tanks with. Yeah, that's that what can, I was thinking, yeah. That can give us a numerical value of uh, microorganisms okay. within the tanks. Awesome. Um, which not not everyone in Arkansas does. We're probably the only brewery in Arkansas that has that technology. And then also, we have a laboratory that Grant, our quality control manager, has built in the back. Like, I tens of thousands of dollar laboratory that he's built um and every single beer that comes out our door whether it be squirrel sailor blackberry bramble the legend um whatever. trash panda whatever beer we've talked about the honey Bacchus, the uh, love honey box oh every god it's a great beer yes every single beer that comes out the door he tests in the back he actually has beyond like the swabs and stuff he has technology to identify any sort of bacteria within that beer and he tests it on every beer. Wow. So, and for, you know, two and a half, three years now, it's been flawless. So we've oh. not had like bacterial contamination with any of our beer, which is pretty amazing, honestly. Hey, man, if the process works, just, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's working and it's, it's going well. So. I'm hella. I know I'm like fangirling a oh, little bit. Oh, no, no, bit, no, no. But I'm just, I'm so fucking, dude, I love, I was like a, you know, Blue Moon, fucking Pabst Blue Ribbon, oh, yeah. like whatever was cheap or, like no. Blue Moon was like my night out. I still out. drink Pabst, dude. You know, oh, fuck yeah, Pabst, dude. Man. I have this band called Shinfo and that's like our life. If you're, if you're playing Shinfo, Shinfo man, is uh, Cody Wallace in there? Uh-huh. Oh, man, I like Cody. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cody, cool, Cody's my dude, man. He's actually in all three of my bands now. Oh, cool. He's yeah, just, Cody, uh, me and him, so I still train in mixed martial arts and all that. Yeah, okay, so yeah, does he practice at your gym? Yeah, and he like, Are he you the one that elbowed the this, the lightning bolt into his face? Man, I, I don't think so. I don't think so. <laughs> but he, he trained, no, he trained at the gym for a long time, and he hasn't trained in a while. Yeah. But like, he, he did for a long time. He, I think he fought once. Did he fight mm -hmm. once? Yeah. yeah, he fought once. Yeah. Did really well, I think. Like, 
he's just he's just a tough dude, man. He's, he's athlete, tough, man. man. He's, yeah, uh, he's a good dude. Life, he's just really good, yeah. too, man. He's a good guy. Man. He started a new job and kind of had to, like, you know, yeah, do absolutely. that. He's That's working at a, did, fa- he's working so another I gotta, local business. I got to make some money, you know? Well, sort of local. Fazler. Oh, yeah, Fazler, Fazler yeah. That's, yeah, yeah I see him, like, yeah. every time I go in there, man. So fucking, I love that place. Yeah, man, give me a liter. Yeah, please, and some chili, fuck. I need a liter. <laughs> No, we uh, the chicken schnitzel, dude. Oh, Dang. dude! Everything in that meal, place, man. I will eat. I will devour it. Yeah. I Shout don't out even, to Fazler Hall. It's a great place. I don't man. even. I'm not a huge fan of lamb, but they have that lamb sausage. Oh, really? Dang, dude. I gotta mess with that, dude. Oh no, it's it's it literally melts. It's meat that melts like just butter. Like, yeah, the fat content is just great. It's perfect. I know we're getting way off track. No, but, no, no. We're on. Track. Um. Yeah, Cody's the best man. He's he's one yeah, of my like, favorite people. I, like I was just talking to him this morning. Actually, he uh, he was bitching about soccer people. <laughs> yeah, he is in the soccer. Isn't he? No, no, no. Our singer is, but Cody has to facilitate Fassler in the mornings on soccer mornings. Oh man, see, soccer fans. Most soccer happens here. Yeah, it's overseas, That's so right, it's in the yeah. morning early here. So they open up early for the soccer people, and he's oh, yeah, just like, "Yeah, because like to like this morning, dude, there was like a line out the door, like right when we opened, and people were in there yes, for that soccer game. It's dude. all soccer people. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They get fucking crazy about it. Yeah. And he was like, "I fucking hate soccer people." <laughs> I'm like, dude, it's job security. <laughs> hey, man, they just get good haircuts, dude. That's right, mullets. They just got good haircuts, and like at the end of the game, they still got the good haircuts. That's right. The hard part still exists. I want to know what kind of product they're using. How the hell does it still look like that? Man, it's because they just be flopping. That's right. They get in touch, and they're like, oh, I'm hurt. I'm hurt. I'm fake hurt. Come on! I'm fake hurt. Come on! (laughs) Yeah, dude. Man, this has been incredibly informative. Yeah, man. Thanks. I love it, dude. I, I love what you guys are doing. I love the, uh, I love the approach, man. That's sure. my favorite part of that whole yeah. company. Just the artwork is killer. The beers are f- every beer I have from them. Yeah. I'm always like, this is great. Yeah, man. And then I go get it again and it tastes great. Yeah, man. We're really trying to like, just really, really stick that in there. And then, you know, I don't know. We're trying to make everyone in there gives a shit and we're trying to make like award winning beer, man. I love uh, that, man. Which we actually sent. We're going to send the legend to Great American Beer Festival, too. So oh, we're actually going to like put that Pilsner in with like other Pilsners and see how it does. Like Maybe it doesn't do nothing, but maybe it does okay. something. Yeah, you know, who so. cares, man? Yeah, it's going to be tight. Um, but yeah. yeah so man. if you don't make it to the Rev Room, then you have the... Th- it's for sale all weekend, but the thing is... What date? Yeah, so we Monday. Got, so no, we have the beer release at the, the Rev Room... Uh, Saturday the 13th and then we also have a fresh cut Monday which the you know Lost 40 always has a fresh cut Monday every Monday okay. a new beer gets released um, which is kind of impressive honestly that is staggeringly impressive like, every Monday there's a new beer like that's what? just like ridiculous it seems like that's a once a month deal y'all are doing it every or Monday. like once every two months you know yeah. like, but like once a, yeah once a week is ridiculous that's but, insane um, it's ridiculous but uh <laughs> Yeah, so if you can't make it to the show on the 13th, we're also releasing the beer, the Pilsner, on the 15th for a Fresh Cut Monday. Um, Dude, there's also sick. a link on Facebook um, to comment Little Rock or Fayetteville to win four tickets to each show. 
Okay. So if you wanted to do that, then show up to the Fresh Cut, then you could like pick up your tickets. And then also there's a f- show in Fayetteville the 21st, which is a Sunday, but they're also uh, we're also doing a Northwest Arkansas premiere of that beer for that Northwest Arkansas show, which that show is going to be lit as well. So we got, I think on the Little Rock show, it's Terminal Nation. Yes. And shout out to Terminal Nations. Yeah, Terminal Nation. All those rules. guys, man. Fucking then, awesome. Um, oh, Hell Camino. Oh, yeah. And then Paul Lefty. Bear. That's some dude. Yeah, they're, there's, there's some like, just like heavy, like, oh, dude, it's going like, to be sludge like, sludge core, grind core. It's Pantera face all night. Yeah, just it's going to be good. You're just, I'm yeah, gonna, gonna swallow my bottom jaw. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's gonna be good. And then I think Fayville, it's Terminal Nation as well, Terminus, yes. Sumokum, and then Paul Bear. So that's gonna that's be a hell like of a lineup, really, dude. Yeah, it's gonna be cool. And I'm excited beer? for both, you know. And you'll have custom glasses, is that right? Yeah, yeah. So the first fifty people in the door, they get a custom piece of glassware with the original artwork that's on the can that is on the glassware. Is that at the show or is that at the new beer Monday thing? Uh, it's at the show. Um, I think I could be wrong, but I think we're okay. going to be selling that glassware at okay. like the Fresh Come Monday. Okay. Um, but then same thing for the Fable show. First 50 people in the door get a free piece of glassware. And then nice. the second 50 people on each show. So the first 100 people get free merch. Uh, the second 50 get an original print or just like a poster. Oh, like a have, poster. Yeah, that have the original artwork on Badass. the um on the on the poster and it says the legend and has all that shit on it. So Dude. Yeah. We're really trying to like rev people up to get there at the opening of the show. I know, think you're so. gonna sell every last drop of that beer. Yeah, it's it gonna be good. Like, yeah. It's gonna be good, man. Gonna That's good. badass, dude. Yeah, well man. you wanna wrap this shit up? Yeah, let's do it. We fucking uh I want you to come back, man. Yeah, the taste it. test thing sounds fucking amazing. Yeah, we could do that, man. Uh, dude, thank you so much, man. Oh, for dude. real, this has been yeah, it's been super fun for me, dude. Fantastic Just promoting the beer and like talking metal and stuff. I'm always know. promoting the beer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, always. It's a fucking it's a staple. How did you this get room. into metal, man? How did I get Let's into metal? That. Let's talk about that. Okay, you well, metal? uh, you before know, we wrap it up, <clears throat> I've talked about it a few times on here, but uh. So I got my start when I was young. I was into hardcore gangster rap. Okay, cool. It just... Like, what are we talking about? Oh, Tupac, Easy. Okay, yeah, yeah. I love that NWA, shit. NWA, yeah, Ice Cube, yeah. all that shit. Uh, yeah, I went great. to a, I went to a... I went to uh, Cloverdale Elementary. Yeah. So it's predominantly... Yeah. Black school. Sure. And... That's what all my friends listened to. So cool. I was like, that's what I was into. We were just Man, all buddies. It. it didn't fucking matter. It. Man, I love yeah. that shit. So later on in life, and that's what I'm still hooked into, but then the uh, the rap rock shit came around. Corn, Limp Bizkit. Yeah. Yeah. Still one of my all-time favorite bands is Corn, Limp Bizkit. I like West Borland, but that's about the extent of it. you just chop his stuff up with like That's it. So Break stuff. I've, I've mentioned this story a couple of times, but really it boils down to a buddy of mine. Uh, I was a massive like Jinkos, okay, yeah. skate of shirt course. guy. Of course. Of course. Long hair. Yeah. And my buddy drew one day in a speech class. I'll never forget it. This is literally a memory I'll never forget. Uh, he goes, 
you still listen to that stuff, that bullshit, man. Like that, dunk. he didn't cuss back then, but he's yeah, like, you still listen to that stuff. That stuff there. Yeah, that junk. And I'm like, what do you mean junk, dude? Blah, blah. Like, it's good. Yeah. And he's like, you need to listen to this. And he hands me a Zayo CD. All right. Zayo, dude. Yeah. Living Sacrifice. Oh, yeah. All right. And he's like, you need to listen to this. Which is funny because if he's listening to this, he's going to be like, why does everybody portray me as that? Drew, that's what you sound like. Yeah. But he's like, listen to this. So I go home and I'm like, okay, I'll pop this shit in. What's man. his name? Drew what? Drew Garrison. Oh, man. Maybe I don't know him. Maybe I do know him. Anyway. Uh, lead singer for Becoming Saints. Yeah, dude, he'd cut my hair, dog. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, Artemis Cuts. Yeah, man. There you go. <laughs> Drew! Yeah. Drew! Yeah. Well, there you go. See, we're bringing it around. Dude, I've known, my mullet, man. I've known time, Drew dude. for a long fucking time. Man, he's a good guy, man. Jeff Bowie, you know Jeff Bowie? Of course I do. Me and him invented the shotgun breakdown together. Man, I love it. Yeah. All right. Uh, so, he was like, no, dude, you gotta listen to this shit. And I was like, cool, man. Oh, and it was a ludicrous. Okay. Uh, which is now Norma Jean. But that back then they were called Luticris with an I. Oh, no kidding. I yeah. didn't know that. And they kind of sound like the Deftones. So he gives me this shit to listen to, and I do my homework, and I go, and I listen to, I want to say it was Zayo first, throwing myself. Okay, yeah, yeah. And dude, or no, that was Ludacris. So Ludacris yeah. is what I listened to first. Yeah. And I listened to that, and literally, dude, like I was just fucking hooked. Yeah. I was like, <gasps> Music, music can sound like this yeah. oh my god and dude it was ever since then and then he would give me like other bands to listen yeah. to and then he actually brought me to my first like underground show which was under under oath was death yeah. metal then they were yeah. death metal yeah and then this is heavy oh it was fucking heavy yeah and then embodiment Ooh. logic 34 and living sacrifice all right hell yeah i mean what a fucking like even today i would pay all the money to see that lineup yeah, yeah, I would go to that shit. For yeah, sure. that's a ridiculous yeah. show. And that was one of my very first introductions. And dude, I cool. literally, I went to my friend. His name was Shook Dog. Shook? Shook Dog. We worked at Pizza Hut together. Hell yeah. Shout out if you're listening, Shook. I doubt it, but that'd be cool. You're listening, dog. I took all my gangster rap. Yeah. I, I kept the corn CDs. I just went to put yeah. that on. I took it all and I gave it to him because he was super into it. I was like, dude. I'm onto this new stuff. I got to do this thing. <laughs> and I bought a guitar like two months later, dude, started playing guitar. Awesome. And it literally, like that guy, he is literally responsible for Hell all yeah. the things. Drew? Yeah. Man. Yeah. He really is. I give him all the credit. Man, he, shout out to Drew. Yeah. He's the nicest fucking guy. It's the man. best. He's the best. And yeah. it's even funnier now that he swears and drinks and stuff. Because back then I knew him. He was... Good old Straight Christian boy, Drew. <laughs> he'd still be Christian boy, but he'd be swearing and drinking. Yeah. Which thank Follow his shit also Bourbon Barber and Arkansquatch. There you yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, Bourbon Barber. He's awesome. He does a great job cutting hair. He listens so to like he listens to what you want. You know, yeah. like he's like, "Hey, you want this? I'm going to give you this." Mm-hmm. And he like he does it very well. And he's like he's great. He's like a psychologist at the same time as he's a barber, you know. So most, shout out most barbers and bartenders. Yeah. They tend to be psychologists. Just trying for to sure. help you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Let me listen to your problems for 30 minutes, man. Let me give you some unwarranted advice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's warranted, though. It is, though. I love that guy to death, man. Yeah, he is cool, truly man. one of the nicest people I've ever met in my life. He's cool, man. I can't say enough good things about him. Yeah, he's a good dude. And Becoming Saints, I do believe, is playing their last show soon. Last so, show. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yep. That's coming up, right? It's in October, I do believe. It's okay, the it's Ashes October, of Augustine. Right. It's the Ashes of Augustine. Um, you know, Mel passed away. Oh. Yeah. No. So 
I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Mel passed away huh. uh, a few months back. And so the Ashes guys are getting back together. They're doing a uh, set with other vocalists from the area. Whoa. They're going to do Mel's parts. They're going to play Ashes. And then I, th- I think Becoming Saints is the headliner. Don't quote me, but I think that's right. Yeah, I think so, because it's like their last show. Or it's their last show ever. Uh, so everyone come out to that. It's in October sometime. I kind of forgot the date. Uh, yeah, I think, it, yeah. I mean, I can't remember the date either, but. I'm a bad person. I saw so. the post about it, and I was yes. like, oh, dude, I'm going to go to that. Because even like the last time I was getting my hair cut, Drew was like, yeah, we're playing our last show in October. And I was like, I'm going to that. I think um, it's the 13th for some reason. Could be the 13th. But. Could be know. the 13th. But dude, plug your stuff, man. Plug it up. I want to know. Where can people. Plug it. Um, so Lost Forty Brew is just like Lost Forty, right? Yeah, like at Lost Forty Brewing or yeah. whatever on on Instagram. Um, yeah, at Paul Bear Doom for that beer. You yes, know? I mean we're we're everywhere, guys. I mean we're in every I guess like liquor store, hopefully uh, in the state. Uh, every just, liquor store here. Honestly, it, you know if you if you're in the state, enjoy supporting local flavor. If you're not buying Lost 40 beer, then you're doing it wrong, okay? <laughs> um, they employ, right now we have a team of, you know, however many dudes in that brewery. I mean, you know, and and, and women. We have, like, right. women in the brewery as well that are just as physical and are kicking just as much ass as every other dude in that brewery. Yeah. And it's a physical job, and it's a hard job to do. But, I mean, we got, like, 12 people in there smashing out beer you know i worked on a sunday like we're working all throughout the week on the weekends to give you guys beer um and the food's to me, amazing the food's great you know to me it's the best beer in the state um we do have a great quality control program and then also the food's great um i mean they have food specials all the time be looking at that on you know lost 40s uh facebook page Mm -hmm. and as also you know our instagram page be looking at it all the time um but we're everywhere guys just keep looking for us and oh dang you got your sticker right there dog i do yeah i seen it but but looking for that lost 40 guys (laughs) um it's everywhere um and if you're not looking for it you're not supporting local things man because it's a great local product I agree, yeah. man. I agree. Yeah. And dude, thanks yeah, man. again, man. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm going to plug my stuff, even though people are clearly listening to it. Plug it. Instagram, Facebook. Man, I was checking my Twitter earlier. It's basically dead. No, I think I I'm just going to delete that it shit. It ain't dead. But it's Crashcast Pod on Instagram and Facebook and Crashcast Pod 1 on Twitter. Maybe I'll update it. Maybe I won't. Uh, my younger friends tend to tell me I need to, but we'll see. I'm a bit hard headed sometimes, but. This has been fantastic, man. I can't yeah. wait to do this again. I can't wait to sit down and have like a look, like a, because I've always wondered about that shit too, man. Like just like what makes the beer the beer? Like what what is that taste? Tell me. Like we're tasting oh. it together. What oh, is that taste? Talking. I love it. Well, yeah. we're gonna do it. We'll we'll set Let's up another, another one day. for sure. Yeah, for sure. Day. I'm I'm beside myself, man. This is a special episode. This is a Thursday. You know, go to the Paul Barra thing. Go to the do it. Go to your thing. Whichever Guys, you it's choose, gonna be great. it's going to be awesome weekend for shows. There's a lot of great shit coming up, and then Monday, I'm just going to take my band up there, bro. We're just going to yeah. all come. I'm just going to bring Please everybody. Do man. I mean that that was like a part of like <coughs> doing the Pauber thing is like we're reaching a crowd that we don't normally like. That's it. Lost forty doesn't normally reach. Right. 
we're reaching you guys. Like, you bring that band up there, that's a crowd we did normally. I mean, maybe we did normally reach, but we're I mean, pretty we're pretty loyal. You're bringing it in there. Yeah, dude. we're pretty loyal. Bring it in there. Man. Uh, cheap nights, it's Paps, but on a good night when we all have some extra flow, it's like, yeah, man, we're drawing yeah, that no, 40. Come in, dude. I'll be there. So hell yeah, dude. Out, so man. if you want to hang out with my ass to war and drink some brew or try out the legend. Yes. We'll be there. Uh, I'll talk them all into it because we just played a show, so we always skip My tour, dude. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's a great band, man. It's uh, it's exciting. We got a lot of nice new things in store. I think yeah, everybody's man, I've heard be, a lot about that. I think everybody's so. going to be pleasantly pleased with us next year. Fuck me. Yeah. A lot of new stuff. We'll do podcasts about that, too. For now, it's like, <laughs> we're still trying to work out all the details, sure, but it's sure. going to be kinks. fantastic. But, man. This has been great, man. I yeah. know I keep saying it, but fuck. Absolutely. I am literally beside myself. I can't. Oh, man. It, like, it, this was like three days. Nah. And it was just like, let's do it. Oh, In one day. Fuck, let's do it. All right, yeah. shit. Oh, yeah. cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think out. it was Friday or something. Yeah, you just hollered and I was like, yeah, let's do it, man. It's great, dude. I can't yeah. say thank you enough. I really can't. But everybody, go check out Lost 40. Come hang out with us on Monday. If you're going to the Paul Bear thing, go to the Paul Bear thing. I will be playing across town. Um, I think that's it, man. That's it. All right, bud. Everybody. Peace. Thank you for listening. Thanks, guys. Crash cast.